Hello and welcome to the Scott Sportscast. I am your host, Alex A. Scott. And today we bring you an episode of the MMA Coaches Corner, the predictions for fight night, Covington versus Woodley. This looks like an interesting fight, fight card from, you know, at least the main card, which we're going to go over tonight. So I want to bring in my co-host here, George Scott. How you doing? Yo, what is going on, everybody? Hopefully nothing but good things. So uh, I'm pretty excited about this fight, our main event. Um, I don't know if that one should be the main event, but uh, I see a lot of good fights on here. What, what do you think about this fight card? Yeah, I think we're finally starting to get back to some of the bigger name fighters. We're starting to get back to a little bit more action-packed cards towards the end of the year here. So as we keep going through the end of the year, I feel these fight cards are going to just keep getting more and more explosive. And I think it starts here with this card. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, and I think everybody was just ready for football too. So, you know, you don't put your best fighters on this opening weekend of football, <laughs> even though it's a different day. But I mean, maybe they should have. I don't know. <laughs> so right. let's start off with our first fight here we have mm -hmm. holland versus stewart so darren the dennis stewart versus uh kevin the trailblazer holland as dana white likes to call him from the contender series big mouth um, <laughs> so i'm gonna talk a little bit about holland because he has a funny story um he was on the contender series and he was just talking the whole fight, especially to Dana White, like Siamese just talking shit the whole fight. <laughs> and then uh, he goes and wins the fight and Dana White just still is like, nah, I don't like this kid's attitude. I don't, I don't want him in the UFC. And then two weeks before the fight to fight Tiago Santos, he, uh, They called everybody from the contender series and nobody took the fight. Uh, and then they said, he said, call Big Mouth. And he took the fight on two week notice, came in there and just gassed out in the third, really. So, uh, so he earned himself another shot in the UFC, but Darren Stewart, man, that's a, that's a tough guy to go against. Yeah. <clears throat> I think Holland may be a little more well-rounded, uh, has better ground game, a little bit lanky, lanky striker. Um, not really going to knock you out with one punch, but, you know, you can definitely feel those punches whenever they connect. Um, Stewart, I think he's got a little bit more power, but I don't think he's well-rounded enough to – to take out Big Mouth here. I think Big Mouth has some good talent. He has a good skill set, and I think he's going to be able to display that. Yeah, and right off the bat, we're going to have to differ here because <laughs> I think that Darren, Darren Stewart's just a little more of a composed endurance. Um, and, man, that guy hits hard. 
Uh, as Holland, I still think he's just a little green. I think think he's still going to look good, but uh, I mean, this might be the time where the lights might get a little bright for him. And I see Darren Stewart, because if Darren Stewart hurts him, it's over. But Holland, I mean, he had a He, I mean, he's had finishes of all kinds, contender series winner. But Darren Stewart's just the gamer. I think, uh, I think his endurance is going to push him through this fight. Yeah, I definitely see this fight going three rounds, straight slugfest, a little bit of clinch work up on the cage, but I don't really see it going to the ground too much. I think it's going to be a, a strike in and a, a clinch work kind of match here. Yeah, I don't really see either one of them trying to go to the ground unless it's for some ground to pound. So, so let's uh, – I got Stewart. Who do you got? I think I'm going to take Holland, but I, I can see it going either way. But uh, I guess I'm, I'm going to take Holland on this one. I like Loudmouth. I think uh, he's going to get yeah. in there. He's going to, you know, walk the walk after and during him talking the talk, right? <laughs> they already said Asanya ain't nothing. Um, he's calling out everybody and their mama uh, from what Dana White says. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, okay. Um, better the UFC. So he's got to prove to me. I think that if he can beat Darren Stewart, then I'll, I'll hop on board with this with this kid Holland. But until then, I'm gonna have to go with Stewart. Yeah, he, he's he's calling out the big names and all of that just so he can get some some spotlight on him. I don't think he really means it, but uh, in the UFC, you know, the more arrogant and disrespectful you are, typically the more you get paid. So that's <laughs> Connor, that's Colby, that's the main event. Colby Covington asks these people, you know, that even. The attention, whether it's positive or negative, even that negative attention will still get you paid well in the UFC. Yep. I mean, usually now, the better you are running your mouth, the fast, uh, faster you are to a title shot. It's just like WWE. Yep. <laughs> so right. we have our next fight up here, our first women's fight. It might be the only one, actually. Yeah, on the main on, card. Uh, on the main card, yeah. Uh, <laughs> we have Mackenzie Den versus Rada uh, Marcos. Uh, let's start with Marcos. Pre- pretty solid ground game. Wouldn't say she's much of a striker. Uh, I mean, to me, she seems... Just just a notch above average. Uh, nothing, nothing really impressed me too much going over her fights. That, except for, you know, I thought she was pretty good on the ground. But whenever we go over to Mackenzie Den, now she's just a decorated world-class jujitsu. I mean, beautiful transitions, beautiful submissions. Um, I mean, just very, very, very high level. Plus, she's like a swimsuit model, too. 
I mean, like, she's just, she's just, uh, she's just badass. Yeah, um, Dern is considered probably the best grappling woman on the planet. So we know where she's going to want to get this fight. Now, the good news for her is that uh, Marcos here, she um, she doesn't know how to strike. She keeps her hands out like a mummy style, um, just kind of leans back a little bit, doesn't really have too much confidence on the feet and if it goes to the ground she's gonna get destroyed so she has to really improve that striking if she's gonna hang with Dern because if Dern gets it to the ground this fight's over quick and I I think I have a, a first round submission here for Dern. She's like the she's like the Amy and Maya <clears throat> yeah. division just Go out there as soon as it goes to the ground, you are in deep trouble. Don't matter mm -hmm. if they're on top or bottom. <laughs> yeah, as as uh, Gustafsson, <laughs> you know, Verdum took him down for about five seconds, lost the fight. So, you know, you get these elite ground, they'll they'll tear you up. Whether it's ground and pound submissions, they'll they'll finish the fight. So you definitely don't want to be on your back or even on the ground in their guard. So. The less time you spend on the ground with Dern, the better chance that Marcus is gonna Marcos is gonna have, but I don't really see her doing much in this fight. I'm taking Dern all day. Yeah. And uh ten, nine, and one is is a pretty rough record. Well, the funny thing about her record is it's like a win, a loss, a win, a loss, a win, a loss, a win, a loss. So she just lost her last fight. So the law of averages, the the pattern, the trend here would say that she'll get this victory, but I don't see it happening. I think Dern's yeah. just too high class. I got Dern by submission. I'm going to say it's second round. Second round. I say she's going to get out of there in the first round, feel a little confident. And then, boom, Dern catches her in transition in the second round. I'm going to say choke. Nice, nice. All right. So who we got up next? Uh, my possible fight of the night right here. <laughs> we have the dancer, that ever so entertaining Johnny Walker. <laughs> Tall, lanky, built, Thai fighter. So nasty and deadly in the clinch. So unorthodox. Um, just makes something out of nothing. Versus <laughs> they equally as powerful with his hands, uh, Ryan Spann. Um, Ryan Spann, great has has some very heavy hands good boxing uh doesn't really like to mix it up on the feet too much but we'll get a standing guillotine if you if you leave your head hanging out there um what worries me about taking span in this fight is that on the contender series he did get knocked out in 15 seconds whenever he went for a takedown and uh robinson i believe is who he fought robinson jr just hit him with a couple elbows 
from uh from the clinch position and just finish the fight 15 seconds so um johnny walker very explosive very unorthodox but very very good at the tie clinch um and i think that that's where his strength lies and the greatest weakness of his opponent is so oh um was he the one yeah i think that i think that's this fight is going to be interesting because both guys are coming off of some like a, a loss and stuff uh some bad performances johnny walker especially got knocked out by was it Corey anderson then gets just dominated on the ground in his last fight um so he he lost you know in multiple ways so he's losing on the feet losing on the ground which worries me but the uh span he pretty much the same thing uh these guys are kind of mirrors of each other when it comes to their mentalities and their like the way that that they're moving they're progressing in the fight game they're kind of moving up the ladder in the same way at the same time so it's kind of like an equal matchup here um i i kind of i think i'm gonna give the advantage to johnny walker here i mean it's really hard this is a real toss-up this could be a slugfest or this could be a really boring fight where both guys are kind of scared to engage but I don't know. I think I'll have to take Johnny. Well, I think I'll take Johnny Walker here. I don't, I don't really feel good about it, but uh, that's who I'm taking. I feel he just has the advantage whenever the fight gets in close. So, so if um, he tries to negate the that long length and push Walker up against the cage, he's going to be able to start using some of that Muay Thai working some knees and elbows. And I think that's where we're going to see the biggest difference in the fight. Cause yeah. I think it's pretty equal. I mean, and they both got power. They can both knock you out and floor you in one punch. So it's, it might be one of those who gets off first. Um, but I like Walker in this one, just due to the versatility. Yeah. I, I think um, he has a little bit more UFC experience, which will help. Um, but then again, like I said, these fighters, they're about the same level. So it, I feel we're going to be able to truly see their skills a little bit more uh, rather than just like a one-punch short short fight. I think um, I think they're actually getting there, start showing some skills. But who who's going to be more nervous? Who's going to be more intimidated to – to throw and to move forward, to throw some caution to the wind and go for the finish first. Who's, um, that's going to be real interesting to see the, the mental side of this fight. Yeah. Well, moving on to our next fight, we have, um, what's his name? Uh, Gerald Mir Scarf. Mirskarth, and then we have oh man, this is the hard one. Cam Camzat, Kim uh, Kimura. Um, I I just I just had this name too. Kamaz Kamzat Akaza. 
anyway, I'm going, I'm going for Chimavia here. Eight and oh, had like 90 fights this, this month alone. This guy's fighting every other week. This guy's smashing people. First round finishes. Uh, he's the real deal. Um, I think he comes out here and he uh, takes on a more experienced guy this time, unlike his last few opponents that he just walked through. But I think he comes in here, he gets it done. Yeah, I. No. <laughs> I mean, if you watch some of um, Gerald's last fights, man, he uh, he was just a punching bag out there. He was getting dropped left and right. Just a gamer, just hung in there. Was tough, but. I mean, he just uh, yeah, it's tough uh, to get you so they basically far. already scheduled um, Kamzat uh, uh, for another fight already before this fight even takes place. Uh, that's how much they think that they're just going to walk through him. And I think <laughs> he is. I really think he is because he's fighting in two different weight classes. Oh, really? Yeah, it's 170 and 185s. That's crazy. Yeah, so if I'm uh if I'm Gerald, man, I want to <laughs> I want to knock him out. <laughs> but I don't yeah, think definitely derail that hype brain, derail that hype train and and kind of get yours rolling again, get get your momentum, but I don't see it happening. I see it decisive victory here for the undefeated Cosmot. Yeah, I mean he's just he's just too versatile. He's he's good on the feet. He's good on the ground. He's good at submissions. He's good in transition. He's good on the cage. Um, he's durable. I mean, so he he might be one of the new up and comers if he can just keep keep this momentum rolling. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see him tested here. Uh, he's kind of just walked through everybody, flying colors. So if if somebody can test this guy and figure out if he has any weaknesses, that would be interesting to see. I just don't see it happen in this fight. Yeah, so we both got uh, Cosmos. Yep. Cosmos. Chimavera. Or Chimave. Something like that. You know. We'll figure out his name if he wins. How about that? <laughs> yeah, we'll all remember it by then. The only thing harder than fighting is pronunciation. Oh, yeah. Well, our next fight I have as the other possible fight of the night, in my opinion. And <laughs> I'm the most excited for this fight. Nico Price versus Donald Cowboy Cerrone, one of my favorite fighters of all time. Um. And it's going to surprise you that I'm going to have to go with Nico Price on this one. Mm. Nico Price is a terror. He's a monster. He's been knocking and finishing everybody out. Um, unorthodoxly. Uh, he's a guy that was just getting beat up, and then all of a sudden, boom, lands that big shot, knocks you out. Then also he can take you down, ground a pound, beat you up a little bit. Um, he had one guy on the bottom. He he was on the bottom, and then he kind of just hooked his head with his foot from from guard, 
and then uh, just just hammer fist them four times from the bottom, knock them out cold. And yeah. then uh, then he also up kick, up kick, yeah he up kick knocked out that guy too. Um, so this guy is just dangerous everywhere, and so so is Cerrone. But I think I think uh, that last fight. Uh, last couple fights, Cerrone, you know, he was doing good. Lost to, to McGregor and then Anthony Pettis. So he's got took quite a few damage in just his last two fights, even though he's taken damage in every single fight he's ever been in. Um, <laughs> so he's, <laughs> you know, when you got over 50 fights, uh, it's hard to continue to pick you over the young up and hungry guys. So um, I agree with you. I love Donald Cerrone. If I had to put money, I'd, I'd put it on Nico. But I think that Donald Cerrone, he didn't show up in his last, in his last fight with McGregor. And then he showed up in the, uh, the Pettis fight, but I think it was just too soon after that McGregor fight. Um, now that he's got a little bit of rest, Clear, cleared his mind, got some few things right. I think uh, he comes out hungry and comes out game. And I think I think Donald Cerrone wins this fight. I'm putting my money on Nico, but my heart's with Cerrone. I feel like Cerrone could come out here and catch the young guy with, with just some clean combination, some technical uh, footwork, drop him, catch him with the submission type of vintage Donald Cerrone. Yeah. So my heart's going with Cerrone, but my money's going with Price. Yeah, I uh, I love you, cowboy, but I got my money on Nico. You know what? I'm picking Cerrone. I'm changing it. Nico, you're done. Cowboy's here. He's got one more good fight in him. I I feel he does, but I just don't know if it's this one. (laughs) I <laughs> know I really that's a tough, that's <laughs> a tough opponent that you that you can't really game plan for you know yeah uh, absolutely whenever your game plan is avoid everything what, yeah. what you <laughs> your game plan is land first <laughs> <laughs> well we got our main event of the evening up next and um I, I don't know if I can take Tyron Woodley in this I'm fight. Stay, I'm staying away from Tyron Woodley. Uh, ever since he came back from his last injury, he just he just has not been able to get back on track. His last two fights, I mean, he's just been a deer in the headlights. I don't. Yeah, it's, it's been tough to watch mentally or not, but. It's almost like all the time it took off, the game just kind of evolved without him. I mean, you see him knocking dudes out like Josh Koscheck and then Darren Till and just putting a hurting on people like Robbie Lawler and just, man. But something, like you said, that last injury, maybe some things outside of fighting, got into, you know, music, movies, and maybe just kind of lost that that hunger for training, that hunger to be the best. And I think Covington, the guy is coming off of a loss to Carl Usman. Um, other than that, 
guy's been been on fire. He's been he's been beating everybody up. He's not really gonna knock you out or really kick the crap out of you, but he's gonna pep you up for 25 minutes and he's gonna push the pace. He's gonna land more. Um, he's gonna make it hard for you to throw. And I don't think if Tyron Woodley can't go three rounds with who was it? Burns and Usman and stuff. Well, he went five with Usman, but if he couldn't go three rounds with Burns uh, before he was gassing and looking kind of lost, I think Covington just kind of walks away with this one. But I would like to see Woodley regain his form and get a knockout here, but I just don't see it happen. Yeah. Uh, like I said, I just feel like the the UFC took a step while he was recovering. And uh, he's been playing heavy catch-up. And it's tough because all these new kids coming in, man, they're bred in everything. No one's just a pure boxer or a kickboxer, jiu-jitsu guy anymore. It's everyone's a complete martial artist, <laughs> top to bottom. So, yeah, whenever those guys are in their prime and they're hungry and you're trying to get back to form, I mean, it's tough. It's tough. Yeah, time doesn't go backwards in fighting. You know, you don't get that first round back. You don't. You don't get that. You know, training camp back. You don't. You don't get these opportunities back. And whenever you're in your prime, and you choose to step away from your sport to pursue other things, it just. It really. It really puts you back. In, in the standings, it really puts you back to where you were before you got there. And so, but you're back to where you started without that hunger, without that desire, because you already had it, you got comfortable, rested on those laurels, just kind of, oh, well, I, I don't know. It's, it's tough sometimes with these fighters. You never really know what's going on in their mind. We can only guess, we can only assume, but I think Tyron Woodley, He's doing it more for the paycheck and because that's just what he was doing rather than it's what he wants to be doing at this moment. And I feel Covington wants to be here at this moment. He wants to be a top UFC fighter, and I think he's going to be able to get it done. Yeah, I mean, I don't really have anything but respect for Tyron, but it's one of those, you know, it, the the competition's steep now. Everybody's starting to catch fire while you're cooling down, and you know I just don't want to see you uh, see you uh, keep losing. I just want to, you know, I think this fight is really going to determine whether he's still at the top of the division and making his way back, or if it's time to drop him back down to the lower cards, and. Um, yeah, if you take three, if you take three decisive losses in a row, it's it's not good for you in the UFC. Well, so. uh, last fight, it it was what twenty five minutes, and he only won about thirty seconds of it. Oh my, oh. Yeah, against so. Burns, who, who um, you know, who hasn't fought the top contenders, who hasn't fought for the belt, who hasn't done those things. Um, and he was able to go in there and dominate Woodley. So if he can do it. I think Covington's gonna have gonna have uh, his opportunities to 
win some rounds. I don't I don't think he's gonna stop him or anything like that, but he'll definitely win more rounds than Woodley. I honestly feel that he's gonna be able to take Woodley down and and be able to do a little bit of ground and pound. I know Tyron's pretty good at his takedowns, but I just have a feeling this fight's gonna end up with Tyron on his back for some reason. Yeah, it just depends if Tyron wants to be there or not. Yeah, I hope he mentally pushes through it, um, which he he probably will. He probably will. He's a former champion. He knows what it takes to get there. But it's also these other guys want to be where he was. So I think that hunger might really play an effect. Yeah, but, whatever. You're not the only lion in the jungle. It, it's tough to compete for those resources. Oh, yeah. And there's only and there's one only, belt. If there's only one dinner, if there's only one belt, and all the lions are after it, you got to be the hungriest lion. And if you're not the hungriest lion anymore, then you're done. And I think that's what happened with Woodley. So I, I got Covington in this fight, decisive, unanimous, unanimous victory. But um, I don't know. I hope Tyron pulls something out. Shows us some, Shows us that he's got some stuff left in the tank. Yeah, I don't want to see you fight your way out of the UFC this weekend. Yeah. I want to see you give us a reason why you should stay, even if you lose. Give us a reason why you're – he's just been so hesitant. He, it's like he lost his confidence to throw his hands. So it's um, – until he finds that, I just don't see him being a threat to anybody. Yeah, especially with those shoulder surgeries and stuff. Um, you know, he probably lost a lot of confidence in – confidence in his his body's ability to hold up um and whenever you you can't be confident in your body you can't train the way you want you can't fight the way you want so if if it's something that has to do with the injury or if it has to do with maybe losing the belt all these other things we'll find out but uh yeah give me Col- uh, Covington in this fight all right so there you have it. Those are our picks. Um, which, uh, what are your votes for uh, knockout of the night, submission of the night? Submission of the night, I'm going Dern. Me too. <laughs> knockout of the night. Uh, I'll take Johnny Walker. Why not? I think he has a real good shot at it. Um, and then fight of the night, I'll go with, um, I'll go with the main event fight of the night. Well, nah, let me go with, let me go with Cerrone and, uh, Nico Price for fight of the night. Nice. That's the one I got. Um, so I went Dern for submission and... Who was it? Was it? I think. Uh, I think Walker might have fight of the night, and then uh, I hate to do it. I think Nico Price might get the knockout of the night. It was mm, interesting. Always possible. Or, or a really bad TKO. <laughs> so I don't know. Are we right? Are we wrong? 
we'll have to wait and find out. <laughs> but we it all comes down to Saturday night. Oh, yes. And I will be doing a watch-along for the MMA Coach's Corner for the fight night. So we'll have on-time breakdown of uh, the live fight actions where we'll be able to uh, give you guys a little more in-depth of what what they need to do, how the fights go on, what they need to do from from a former fighter, coach, and cut men's perspectives. So, uh, other than that, I think we pretty much covered this card. You got any closing comments for us? Uh, no, just want everybody to, you know, stay safe out there. Uh, if you're going to be out this weekend watching the fights, um, you know, make sure that you're protecting yourself uh, from not only the virus, but drinking and driving and all those other things, you know, be responsible. Um, and let's, let's enjoy some fights. Uh, I'd like to hear some, some comments from you guys here in the YouTube uh, channel or uh, on the Twitter, whatever it is. Uh, we like interaction. We want to talk to you guys. We want to figure out who's listening. Uh, chime in. We're always here to talk. Yep. We just love to talk sports. That's why we do this. So talk with us. But other than that, I want to say that uh, very, very much looking forward to this card. I feel there's some good matchups. I feel that we're going to get a good balanced card of some ground and some striking. Uh, I don't know. I just have have a good feeling that we're about to be thoroughly entertained. So I, I would like to think – what was that? I have a good feeling about it too. Oh, yeah. Well, I would like to thank everybody who tuned in, listened, or watched on YouTube. Remember, you can find us at the Scott Sportscast on any social media site. And uh, look us up on YouTube. If you guys like the video version, if you're watching the video version and you want audio only, check the Facebook for the links Links there. I want to thank everybody for watching. Have yourselves a great night and get ready for fight night.